Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Oh, I'm a scary ghost. Blah. No, you're not. Ooh, scary ghost. Blah. No, never. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Spider-Gwen number 13. Gwen and the Mary Janes go to a haunted house for a laugh, but Earth-65 Mysterio will show them how serious haunting can be. The season of the Halloween. Definitely the season of the Halloween in this issue of Spider-Gwen. Indeed. Uh, I guess you cannot have a... um, I don't know... The big bad in this issue is Mysterio. Is there another sort of who is who is who would be a better Halloween villain? Green Goblin. I mean, is that two on the nose? Mm, Jack o' lantern, even more so, and also maybe more obscure, huh? <sighs> yeah, definitely a couple of rungs down the ladder. I mean. Green Goblin is, I think, overplayed. I yeah. think that Mysterio is the way to go because with Mysterio, you have that built-in gimmick of uses Hollywood tricks to scare people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. his whole shtick. Right. And so um, Gwen and the Mary Janes decide that they mm-hmm. will go spend Halloween trick-or-treating, even though Gwen is down in the dumps because apparently she's lost her powers and her dad is in jail. Ah! Ah! And they How decide- old are these girls, anyway? gotta be um i think we established last time we read a spider gwen comic that they are not in high school so they're 18 19 years that's, old that's what i'm guessing although if they still live at home who knows but i'm guessing if they're out on their own in new jersey and not in new york that they're probably a little bit above age i don't know maybe i don't know how things work and how teenagers work in uh in the big bright city of new york but i know that if my kid was 14 and wanting to run off to new jersey for trick-or-treating there would be some serious words said. <laughs> and then if I found out they decided to go to a haunted carnival park, I'd probably be even Whoa, more upset. Scary. Uh, a haunted carnival full of Scooby-Doo references. Blah. Pretty much. I mean, uh, I guess they, they get gassed by this broken down Mysterio machine. And right. then they start uh, having uh, hallucinations about things that frighten them most, whether yep. it be... Um, Zombies or dead Peter Parker or uh, having to dance to Thriller. Dancing, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's a baby doll graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Which was kind of creepy because I was like, oh man, that that's kind of creepy. That would be something I would expect like the Joker to do, right? The Joker would have a baby doll graveyard where you just tumble into yeah, this, just this pit of just arms and legs and baby dolls with missing eyeballs and no hair and all that stuff. Yeah, just uh I don't know. I do like the fact that in a lot of ways, this is a Scooby-Doo adventure. Yeah. I mean, they do get to pull the mask Betty, off the old man, right? And Betty and her cat get separated from the group. Murder face. And Betty and their cat have a snack run in the middle. <laughs> Which, you know, this this place has been closed down for 20 years. 
I'm not uh-huh. sure I would be digging around in the freezer eating moon pies and bacon on a stick. You, you just got to roll with it. I mean, it's a Scooby-Doo riff. I don't know that they, did they say, I guess they did say 20 years ago. Yeah, hmm. something like that, which is just like, Arr. well, Betty may actually have, you know, some sort of super eating power. Maybe. Like or, Scoob. Or maybe it doesn't matter because ultimately this is a throwaway issue. It is issue number 13, which I thought was kind of nice that it lined up with October yeah. and Halloween. But this is a one shot. Go to the park. They discover right. Mysterio is doing mysterious things. Betty pulls the mask off and then the mask off and then the mask <laughs> off. And Jay Jonah Jameson. Yeah, it doesn't turn out to be Jay Jonah. Um, but Shit, uh, Gary Busey and or Nick Nolte, <laughs> I can never tell the difference. <laughs> But ultimately, in the main storyline, nothing is going on in this issue. So if you miss this issue, you're not missing out on anything. Um, but if you do pick up this issue, I think you'll have a fun little uh, fun little uh, scary theme park yeah. uh, experience. I am and always have been a fan of weird one-shot holiday issues. And I mean, some of my favorite stories, some of my favorite comics are just weird one-shot throwaway issues. There's an issue of Swamp Thing that they missed a deadline and they built this story where they reprinted the first appearance of the original Swamp Thing mm-hmm. and somehow actually built it back into the mythos even better. So it was kind of interesting. I wonder, were the food just a hallucination too? It could be. I mean, everything here could just be an hallucination. They may never have fallen down into a trap. They could all all just be in a pile uh, right. in front of that uh, Mysterio machine. And just hallucinating the entire thing. Yeah. Also, important to know, Mary Jane has figured out Gwen's identity. Yeah, well, I think they all have, haven't they? I don't know. I don't remember them knowing, but then I may have missed issue 12. But Mary Jane insists in this issue that it's okay for Gwen to become Spider-Woman and climb out and save them all. Yes. She's like, um, I can't. Well, not only that, apparently she's lost her powers. Right. She's actually using, um can't remember what it is now some sort of power booster to get her powers back on a temporary basis mm. and what what has happened how did she lose her powers oh, okay. it's been three months i slept since then <laughs> i'm just here for the scooby-doo riffs man yeah i mean it was a, i mean the art is fine i thought mm-hmm. i thought there were some nice riffs on i'm scarlet spider i'm the Ghost Rider. And I'm Rocket Racer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, Glory. Glory just doesn't have a lot of good heroes to go from. Yeah. You yeah. feel bad for her. But, you know, overall, this is a fun little issue. This would be, it's, it's too bad. Here's what I would do if I were Marvel. And it's too late to do this because they're more wrapped up in, let's make a buck off Spider-Gwen while we can. As right. opposed to let's get as many readers into Spider-Gwen as we can. Because if they would have done this right, we've got the Halloween Fest is coming up that um, that the comic book stores participate in and uh, Diamond participates in. And one of the things that they have during this Halloween Fest is they have some free comic books to give away. And in fact, you can still, if you're someone that doesn't like to give out candy during Halloween, you can give mm-hmm. out comic books and yeah. uh, Archie used to do this. I don't know if they're still doing this or not, but they would used to take a, and they would shrink down a regular size comic to about, oh, a third of the size, not quite mm-hmm. quarter, but about a third of the size. And you could buy those in bulk for 10 cents a piece. And yep. then you could give those out to kids. And I had done this a couple of years and the kids seemed to really get a kick out of it. 
And this would have been a perfect opportunity for Marvel to say, hey, guess what? If you want to give out comic books for Halloween, here's Spider-Gwen in a uh, Halloween adventure. And mm-hmm. it's right up the alley for 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 young readers uh, to get on board because there's really nothing in this that is offensive or overly scary or right. something that you would want to shield your child from. Uh, but this would be something I could totally hand out on on Halloween and say, enjoy it, kids. Uh, the first one's free. The rest are four ninety nine. <laughs> I think Spider Gwen is three ninety nine. Oh, OK, well. Give them another uh, month and a half and they'll jack that price up too. So oh. I, I, that's the one missed opportunity that I have from Marvel on this book is, man, they could have done a whole lot more with it, gotten into the good graces of a lot of people. But maybe, I don't know, has Halloween changed? Do people not go out and tr- trick or treat anymore? Or is it just assumed that if you don't give, um, if you don't give candy that you're, you're a horrible person? I mean, we had in our neighborhood, it was like two years ago. Uh, this woman would just give out a soda in a can. And that's what you got from her. <laughs> she'd just have, she'd go to the store and buy these 24 packs of Mountain Dew and Pepsi. And she'd just drop one in your bag. And of course, little kids right. can't carry a, you know, a, a heavy can of soda. Um, I don't know. Do, uh, is comic books something that you would, that people would not want to hand out? It would depend on the comic, I think. I mean, I've always been of the, the thought process that you should, you know, rot a child's mind rather than their teeth. But honestly, and it may be part of it is a perspective thing, I think, due to the age of my kid. But it seems like the last couple, three years, there has not been the same focus on the Halloween. And when they do it, it's like, like um, you go to the, the, the zoo. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the thing where you go and you, you walk around the zoo and you have people with tables I think maybe the concept of walking door to door and taking candy from strangers may have at least temporarily run its course. I mean, well, I was, I'm very interested in that because my, my youngest one, my wife had asked Mm -hmm. the other day and she told me about it. She had asked the, the youngest, what do you want to go for Halloween? He's like, "Eh, I really don't want to go for Halloween. I just want to stay home and hand out candy. What, what is wrong with you, child? The kid who's he always wants to jumping have a up, bucket of candy. All well, I think that's I think that's what it is, right? I think he wants to give a piece, eat a piece, give a piece, right. eat a piece. Especially so, if we buy the Twix. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal is. Uh, that was really weird. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm off base on this. Maybe our listeners can head over to majorspoilers.com, use the comment section, and fill us in on if this issue would be a perfect thing for Marvel to uh, use as a giveaway for Halloween gifts. I'd I'd buy a hundred of them for ten cents a piece. That's ten bucks. That's cheaper than a bag of candy uh, and give those out instead of instead of candy or if uh, giving out a comic book is really a lame thing to do on on Halloween. So uh, Majorspoilers.com. Use the comment section for this uh, this podcast and let us know. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself saying Twix is all. Are you? Okay. Oh, scary stuff, kids. Wow. Anything scary. else about this issue that stands out or doesn't stand out or. That you liked I really, or didn't like. I really like the balance of characters in the Mary Janes. Mm-hmm. I I really really love the fact that this is a reality where Peter Parker is dead and four of his ex girlfriends have happy lives together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas in the six one six universe, they're pretty much all miserable. Proving once and for all that the problem is in fact is Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah, he's the yeah. worst, isn't he? He is. Damn Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Stupid Doc Ock for not killing him the Stupid. first time. 
Parker with oh he killed him this week is what I heard. Oh, is that what happened? Is that why everyone's mad at Dan Slot again? Or has Dan Slot done something else to upset the rest of the world again? Uh well, Dan has a tendency to antagonize people <laughs> who are already mad at him. Which, you know, <laughs> which you, you have to give funny. them any credit. They are kind of funny. You know, Dan Slot definitely does that. He will continue to argue with people, I think for the giggles and the lols, mm-hmm. I guess. Gail Simone is another one that intentionally trolls the internet. Uh, especially to trolls well, Twitter uh, and people that follow her on Twitter she's to hysterical results. Mean. No, I love it. She's when not she, mean. She, she is mean. She is cruel and mean. <laughs> the Cyclops heat vision discussions of 2016 <laughs> will go down in history as one of the cruelest things, especially when people would just be like, no, it says right here. It says that it's the blah, 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 concussion. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, I, I I don't know what you're talking about. It says right here, and then she no. makes something else up. <laughs> the thing that I love is when they're like, it says right here, and she's like, well, Elseworlds doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, she's it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. And I don't and I don't know if the people that get the most upset about it realize she's joking them or not. Because well, I know she I know I've asked her straight out, I'm like, are these people serious? And she goes, Some of them don't get it. And some yeah. of them do get it. There are people who fall into that XKCD rule of someone is wrong on the oh, internet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and sometimes you'll get this. You remember years ago, back in the day, I did the hero history of the super pets. You remember the super pets. And I had a guy come at me with, you forgot. I'm like, I didn't forget. He's like, it's an entire issue featuring the super pets. I'm like, I didn't forget it nothing of of meaning happened. And he's like, no, it was a very important story for crypto, the super dog. I'm like, man, just, just okay. It's just, I think there's a point where we do have a tendency. And I say, we as nerds, we do get wrapped up. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. 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 You know, but yeah, then there's also the fact that it's Twitter and there are people who say stupid stuff. So when Gail says something that seems stupid, you kind of want to go, wait, Gail, are you sure? And then you have to remember, <laughs> it's no, Gail. it's Gail. Well, who else yeah. is who else is good at uh, long Twitter arguments, either intentionally, unintentionally or or not? I think Mark Wade, he likes to have really deep. He and Ed Brubaker tend to have these really long philosophical discussions with people who want to argue with them. And I think those are always fascinating to read. Yeah. Neither Wade nor Busick or anybody that I would want to make angry. No, Mark, I, don't, I don't think so either. Mark, when Mark gets trolled, Mark gets dismissive. And when Mark gets dismissive and people start messing with him, Mark is like, nope, we're done. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. F-bomb. Nope. Patton Oswalt might be another one. That's good. Is fun. Patton actually trolled uh, Martin Shkreli for a whole week. Yeah, I know. That was funny, too. Yeah, there are some if I'm I'm sure most of our listeners are following all of those people that we've mentioned. But if you haven't, those are some some really good uh, people to follow on Twitter. Um, The real Stan Lee can be kind of cool, too, but he tends to be a little bit more promotional than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, William Shatner is good. Shatner is fun, but Shatner will get down in the trenches and he will fight shipper wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shatner is not afraid to go low. Um. What's his name? Um, Evil Dead, Ashley Williams. Um, <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. He's good. It's really interesting. I, I like Michael Ian Black. 
Mm-hmm. Because Michael Ian Black will go in every once in a while and he'll try to have a meaningful discussion. And when it becomes clear that people are not listening or not willing to listen, that's when he's like, oh, yes. Also, I wrote the state, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get um, if you want to get uh, all caught up on um, social issues, Tess Fowler is really good to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she, she really gets into it and lays it down like it is. And then um, if you just want to uh, shake your head in, in amazement, I'm sure there's um, at least one person you could look at right now and just go, what in the what? I'm not going to oh, mention any names, but I think everyone knows who it is. It's, it's, it's me, isn't it? Yes. Every time I look at your Twitter feed, I'm just like, what in the what? Why? Why are you doing this? You know better. <sighs> and then but I Spider mock you and I but, laugh. But Spider-Gwen number 13 I give this a thumbs up, man. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was for a throwaway issue for a one shot thing. It's good. You don't have to worry about continuity in this unless you really want to know. I mean, the, the ketchup page explains everything to you. Right. And then the mustard page, good. you know, ties it all together perfectly. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything negative to say about this. Hey, Scooby. Yeah, I, I have nothing negative to say about this issue. So there you go. It's solid. Very solid issue. It is. Uh, coming out next week from Dark Horse Comics is Aliens Defiance number six, Conan the Slayer number four, Tarzan and the Planet of the Apes number two. Ooh, here's one that a lot of people are going to enjoy. Serenity, No Power in the Verse number one of six. Oh, Firefly fans, get on that one right now. Let Dark Horse know that uh, they still have a viable property that they can market. Uh, DC Comics has Action Comics 966, Batgirl number four, Blue Beetle number two. Oh, yeah, I forgot that that first one was a rebirth issue. Uh, yeah, Frost Beetle number one. Yeah. Um, Frost, Frostbite number two. Future Quest number six. Uh, Nightwing gets a trade paperback, The Hunt for Oracle. Suicide Squad number five. Teen Titans number one. T-E-E-N-T-I-T-A-N-S. Teen Titans. Uh, that's also followed by Titans number four and Wonder Woman number nine. Oh, next week is the Wonder Woman, maybe it's this weekend, the 25th, whatever day that is. That's Tuesday next week. So Tuesday next week, Wonder Woman will be officially announced as the UN ambassador. Mm -hmm. um, and you've probably seen this news floating around from DC Comics and whatnot. I also believe that next Tuesday, or maybe it's Wednesday, is the official Wonder Woman day. I'm gonna, and so that's going to be the official unofficial, at least that's what DC is recognizing as her 75th anniversary. Maybe it's Wednesday because Wonder Woman's 75th anniversary special number one comes out on Wednesday next week. Okay. So look for that. I think it was back in October that we, a couple of years ago, that we had done our own Wonder Woman day back when she was like 72, 73, something like that. So um, 75th anniversary for Wonder Woman. Good on you, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. IDW Publishing has Action Man Revolution number one, My Little Pony and Friends Forever, number thirty-three, Revolution. where the ponies meet Optimus Prime and they fight alongside. There isn't a, and yeah, the they Avengers. don't have a revolution for that one. They should. They would. I mean, that would be kind of crazy, right? And Strawberry Shortcake well, too. You're telling me that Rainbow Dash and Blur couldn't have a high-speed conversation? That's what I'm saying. Transformers Revolution number one does come out, as does X Files See. Origin number three. X-Files Revolution. Yep. Um, Image Comics has Birthright number 20, Chew 59, that's a mature reader's book. Elephant Men number 17, also, or sorry, Elephant Men number 73, also a mature reader's book. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Outcast by Kirkman and Azacieta. I don't know how to say the guy's last name. Always mess it up. Number 22, that's also a mature reader's book. Postal number 16, guess what? A mature reader's book. Uh, mm. Saga 39. Uh, yeah, it's a mature. Mature reader's book, yep. Mm-hmm. Savage Dragon 217. Immature reader's book. Surgeon X number one, or I'm sorry, number two. Surgeon X? Yes. Wow. He's like the worst mutant ever. How about this one, Matthew? Birthright number 20. <gasps> Seriously? Yeah. Uh, mature reader, uh, not mature reader. This, I'm going to go with mature. Nope. Not a mature reader book. I think it's the only mature yeah. reader book not, uh, coming out. Uh, not that's only book that is not a mature readers book coming out next week from image comics. <clears throat> uh, there we go. Over at uh, Marvel comics, we got agents of shield number 10. That's a CW two. We've also got a CW two number six of eight. Oh, and for well, people this- that people that didn't uh, hear this civil war number two or civil war two, number seven, will actually come out a week early, earlier oh. than anticipated. So instead of the 30th, it'll be coming out on the 23rd of November. And so hear, basically they have no idea when this comic will be done. No, because it's now eight <laughs> issues. They extended it to eight issues. And I believe they're going to try to get that eighth issue out in December so that they don't carry it over into 2017, which everyone is predicting is going to happen. Will happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I've already read two books this week that take place after Civil I know, right? War II ends. That, that's the problem. I think I we've talked about this before, but Marvel needs to do something about their creators. They either need to, if they've got an eight issue series, they have to sit down and say, look guys, here's the deadline. You need to have 75% of this book done before the first issue or the series done before the first issue ships. That way, if they know that there's going to be a delay, it's not going to build delay that's going to hurt everybody because they've got, you know, six issues to to ship before the last two they have to worry about. So yeah, Marvel needs to do something about that because this is becoming a habit more than anything. Well, and part of it is the fact that it's, it's the same creative teams or the same pool of creative teams each time. Well, that's because they rely on the, what are they called? The architects of fear or whatever that they call their group. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what they call them now for a while. They were the young guns and then they were the architects and, I think briefly they were the Cleveland Indians. Oh, no, that's that worked. not the brain trust. I forget what they call that group. Uh, but, but Bendis, the fart uh, noise, the fart noise. But I think it, it's Bendis and Spencer and some, a couple and a bunch of other people. But yeah, they Bendis need to get that and Spencer here. and Bob. Oh, my. Oh, you know what? Next week is um, October. It'll be October 27th next week at this right. time, which means that Dr. Strange movie is just around the corner coming out in that first week of November, which means Dr. Strange mystic apprentice. Number one is coming out. Dr. Strange train paperback. What is that? Uh, what is it that disturbs you, Steven? Well, that seems mighty directed to me. Gosh, I, I don't, I, I would have uh, picked something else. I would, what if it said, what is it that disturbs you, Matthew? What if it disturbs you, Chad? What if it disturbs you? I think putting Steven in there is probably limiting their audience base, Matthew. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number 13 comes out next week. Uh, Marvel Zoom Zooms number three of four comes out. Uh, Miss Marvel number 12 now. Punisher Annual number one. Spider, uh, sorry, Silver Surfer number seven. Spider-Man Deadpool number 10. Star Wars number 24. Star Wars Poe Dameron number seven. Those are all coming out from Marvel Comics. In the rest category, we have uh, Bloodshot USA number one. Care Bears Rainbow River Rescue graphic novel. Hey, it almost made the list of what we were going to review next week. Rainbow River Rescue. 
Rainbow River. What, what do they do? Uh, not the Care Bear stare, stare, but what's the thing where all the rain, all the it's things the, burst off their chest at the same time? The Care Bear glare. Oh, okay. All right. No, it's the Care Bear eclair. <laughs> That's what you eat for dinner. Oh, the Care Bear long hair don't care. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Hour of the Zombie graphic novel, volume three. Um, Iron Hand graphic novel, Jughead number 10, Lumberjanes number 31, Mycroft in number three. Uh, pit, pitiful human lizard number 10. <laughs> pitbull, the human lizard. No, pitiful, not pitbull, pitiful. Gesundheit. Uh, Three Stooges, Curse of Frankenstooge. Vamp Blade number, what is it, nine? Should we, we won't, do we really need to go over all the covers? Nah. There's a regular cover and then a regular uh, cover, Risque, wait, 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 and let another me, artist. Let me and explain then, it. Okay, so there's a regular cover, there's a risque yeah. cover, there's a rap cover, there's a risque rap cover, there's a, a teehee boobies cover, there's a teehee <laughs> boobies wrap around adult glow in the dark cover, there's a three dimensional <laughs> right in your face risque cover. That's pretty much nails. Uh, there's it. a butterscotch ripple cover. Yeah, that pretty much that pretty much does it. There's a scratch and sniff cover. You don't want that one. You're uh, kidding. No, there is not. Okay. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? I make the jokes here, first of all. And second of all, that's just weird enough to be true. You don't oh. understand how weird it is to try and sell a nude cover. Uh, no, I don't think so it is. Unnerving. I don't think it is. I don't think it is hard to sell a nude cover. You let you let people know. You let people know that there is a risque or nude cover available. And those people that are interested will order it. But this is the thing. Okay, pretend you, you sell your comic collection to a store, mm-hmm. and a guy has to go through your collection and find a way to sell your previously used nude cover. Well, it depends cover. on what you mean by previously used, because I would think, again, you, don't put, it in, you don't put it in the quarter bin, right? But, you can't. No, you can't put it on a wall. Right. But if you're doing it on eBay, you can collect those up as you can put, you know, the first six issues, all risque nude covers in one bundle on eBay. Right. And I guarantee you that would sell. But I actually, we, we did that once and we had a bunch of uh, glow in the dark, double reverse pregnant, nun cheerleader covers from yeah. like Xenoscope. Yeah. And we would not sell them. Could not sell them. People were like, Oh, I don't know, man. Double reverse glow in the dark cheerleader nun ninjas. I don't know, man. It was weird. Yeah, I'm, there's a market for everything. Because otherwise, they these companies wouldn't continue. This is Action Labs Danger Zone that puts out the Vamp Blade. Danger Because they wouldn't they wouldn't continue to put out these risque covers if people weren't Lana. buying them. Lana. Lana. I don't know what Lana means. Lana. I think he, I think Matthews had an aneurysm. Everyone, so. There you go. Comics coming out next week. Lana! Next week on Dueling Review. Vigilante Southland, number one. Donnie was feeling pretty settled in his cushy life. Even though his girlfriend was politically active, he never gave social justice or racial issues any time. So when Dory discovers something she shouldn't and ends up dead, no one expects Donnie to be the guy to carry on her work. But that's exactly what he does. Putting on a mask and taking to the streets. He soon finds himself tangled in family history, political conspiracy, and a plot that goes far deeper than he ever imagined. 
You can show your support for this show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Your contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, give something back to you, and also gives us the motivation to produce more shows for you. Thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review, and we will talk with you next time, and you will hear Matthew say... Do you want ants, Lana? Because that's how you get ants. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.